scholars, and welcome to Storytime with Avogadro Books. I'm Cherie Hardy, and today I will continue reading "We Are the Ship: The Story of Negro League Baseball." This book was written and illustrated by Kadir Nelson. I'll be starting with part five. If you have a copy, don't forget that you can read along with me silently. But if you don't have a copy, it's quite okay. Get in a very comfortable place and get very relaxed and listen to "We Are the Ship: The Story of Negro League Baseball." Base runners would spike you in a minute. Some of those guys would spike their mother if she were blocking home plate. A catcher learned not to block the plate if a runner was coming home. Get in the runner's way and eat step on the catcher's foot or run him right over. Knock all his gear clear off. Come sliding in with his cleats high. Runners could tear your uniform off with those spikes. Some of those guys would sit in a dugout before the game, fouling their spikes. Look at you and say, "This is for you." Those guys were mean, and many of them loved to fight. Oscar Charleston was a mean son of a gun. He would just about go looking for trouble. One time, he snatched the hood off a KKK person. Jude Wilson loved to use his fist too. Many close games ended with a fight. We didn't really have any spring training. We had to learn on the field. By springtime, we had already been playing down in Cuba or Mexico all winter. There wasn't any break. Soon as spring hit, we had paying customers. Games would last only about two hours and fifteen minutes, not like those long games they have today, which can go on about three hours or more. None of that stepping in and out of the batter's box or stopping to have a word with the manager. We came to play. The ball we played with was a Wilson ball, which wasn't as lively. As the expensive ball they used in the majors, could you imagine all home runs Josh Gibson and Norman Turkey Stearns would have hit if we'd had that kind of ball? And we bought our bat straight off the shelf. Major leagues had theirs made. Umpiring wasn't always that great either. Some of those guys wouldn't have known a strike from their left foot. At one time, the league had official umpires. But they couldn't travel with the teams. It was too expensive. A few of the umpires were former players. Hot Lloyd and Wilbur Bullet Rogan used to ump later on their careers and on in their careers. Those guys were tough. They had to be with guys like Oscar Charleston and Judd Wilson in the league. At one game in Kansas City, there were more. There were three umpires. Rogan was behind home plate. And the other two were at first and third. A play took place at third base, and Rogan ran down the line. He called the man out, and the base umpire called him safe. They started to argue and got into a fight. Bullet Rogan pulled out a knife, and the other guy panicked and took off running toward the center field fence and climbed over it. The next day, it was in the papers. Rogan had a bad temper. We wouldn't argue too much with him about balls and strikes. Whatever he called you, you would just let that go. He was old, but he'd fight you anyway. Some guys even played with a gun in their uniforms. It was a rough league. 
and stats, well, some teams kept them, but it wasn't a consistent thing. Most guys kept their own stats, or if a player on the team was keeping them, a bit of the information was lost when he had to bat or play in the field. Occasionally, a local newspaper would send a reporter out to keep stats, but the papers wouldn't pay them to do it very often. Sometimes those guys would come late and have to ask around what happened in the first inning, who did what, or they just make up the stats. Even when the stats were recorded, they weren't always phoned in or it was too much to try to stop and find a mailbox on the road while we were headed for the next town. Shoot, the white papers wouldn't run our scores anyway. Stats weren't consistently kept until later after Jackie Robinson went up to the majors. All right, boys and girls, this is going to be part five, and then I will continue reading. We Are the Ship, the story of Negro League Baseball, written by Kadir Nelson. Take care, boys and girls. Have a wonderful day.